Oi, tudo bem? This is Brazuca Sounds, hosted and produced by Leandro Vignoli. Episode 4. Ladies and gents, this is Brazuca Sounds, episode number four. This is a podcast about Brazilian music, as I always say, of all genres, decades, places. This year, 2021, there are several important records that are completing 50 years, meaning they were released in 1971. So I'm going to start making an entire podcast about one specific record and the episode of today is just one of those March 1971 was when Mutantes they released their fourth record called Jardim Eléctrico and on this episode of Brazuca Sounds I'm gonna tell some stories about it some background about the recording sessions of that record everything about Jardim Eléctrico released in 1971 so let's get this thing going Jardim Eléctrico in English means Electric Garden, and many songs from this album were originally intended to be released as an English language record. What happened was, the band was in Paris at the time, 1970, for several concerts at the club Olympia, when the boss of the Polydor label in England had the idea to record this album for the international market, and as the story goes, the tapes were lost until the band by Biographer uncovered them in the late 90s. But in reality, though, according to the own band, they were unsatisfied with many of the recordings and they abandoned the project to return to Brazil. They were especially discontent with the lack of creativity freedom in these recording sessions in Paris because it was conducted by a producer hired by Polydor. Opening song of the album, Top Top, hides a curse to the established dictatorship in the country, so I want you to go fuck yourself, but instead of saying that, they just say I want you to go top top, like three dots, you know? Top Top was an expression at the time from a comic book, so instead of saying fuck yourself, they just say Top Top. This was technically the only song from the album that played in the radio. By the way, the song Top Top, the band had an agreement that all songs were credited to the three original members, Sergio Diaz, Arnaldo Batista, and Rita Lee, so this song was credited to them, plus the bass player Lemia. But the song is entirely written by Leminha, Hitali Confess, way later in her biography. And Jardim Eléctrico was the first official appearance 
off the band as a quintet with Liminha officially being the bass player and Dinho the drummer. Dinho had already played two records for Mutantis, so it made sense. And Liminha had played in the previous record, A Divina Comédia. So they went back to Brazil and started working in Jardim Electrical. The album saw Arnaldo Batista, the keyboard player, take over as the band's producer, a position that he will maintain until he left the band a couple years later. The orchestral arrangements for Jardim Electrical was made by Rogério Dupra, more strongly attached to the Tropicalia movement and the three first records of those Mutantes. For this record, though, uh, Mutantes was starting to bring something new to the table, more rock and roll, more Beatles-esque kind of sounds. One thing that also happened during these sessions in Sao Paulo was the presence of Tim Maia as a guest. They were very good friends, Mutantes and Tim Maia. It was recently discovered that one song they recorded together was submitted for approval. At the time, in 1971, all songs had to be submitted for approval in the dictatorship government. But for some reason, that song never saw the light. It was not on the record at all. But what we do know is that music number two, Ben Vinda, is a clear reference and homage to Tim Maia itself. Sem você não sou ninguém There is even a asterisk key besides the name of the song and this asterisk says right below in the album credits, any resemblance to Tim Maia is a mere coincidence, which was not, right? They were clearly paying a tribute to their good friend. It is a song that really, really feels like a Tim Maia song. But anyway, when they were in Paris, still recording the English version of the album that never was released at the time, many songs were just previous Mutantes songs from previous records, right? Sang in English. But they still had the time to write and record four new songs, and two of those ended up in the album Jardim Electrical as they were, written and sang in English. Like this song itself, Technicolor, by the way, was the first album of Mutantes recorded in an A-track channel. They were technological advanced when they were recording in Paris. And also a thing that was happening at the time is that they began heavily taking LSD. They were always into weed, but LSD was really something new and that reflects in many songs
I would take a train in Technicolor, come along, be nice to be my girl. This was all clearly references to trips, drugs, right? Rita Lee, one of the lead singers, she had very good English, right? Her father was, was an American man that immigrated to Brazil in the late 30s. And also one thing we should consider when we're talking about Mutantes, Rita Lee and Arnaldo Batista, which were a couple at the time, they were 23. And Sergio Diaz, the guitar player, he was 20. So all these drug trips came about in the name of the song Technicolor, which was supposed to be the name of the album recorded in English to start off. The cover art as well was designed by a French artist raised in Brazil called Alain Voss. And for the cover art, he was free to do whatever he wanted to do. And just like the band, he took the inspiration after taking an accident. And Sergio Diaz, the guitar player, says that Alan was inspired in some way when he was having a trip in the garden, like an electric garden, and that's why he made the work as a planned kind of having this hallucinogenic trip. And by the way, just talking about music, the bass line of this song is absolutely fantastic. It's where we really notice a proper bass player in the band. difference in the previous records Arnaldo Batista used to play bass for the band now he was only being the keyboard player and also the producer like I said and another brand new song from those Paris sections that ended up in Jardim Eletrico was El Justiciero Once upon a time When the hot sun faded behind the mountains The shadow of a strong man with a gun in his hand to protect the poor people of the hacienda. They called him El Justiciero. concerts at the Club Olympia, they were asked to play Brazilian music, whatever that meant, right? They couldn't play rock. It was not a rock club. It was mostly older audience over there. So Os Mutantes, several times during those concerts, they started jamming, inventing like samba in the middle of the songs, almost like a joke, like this is Brazilian 
music, I guess. El Justiciero is a very sarcastic song because it's not even singing Portuguese, but actually in Spanish. And it's not really Brazilian music, it's more like rumba and cha-cha-cha, Hispanic rhythms, right? As if the record label and the English producer will not even notice the difference. And they probably didn't. And by the way, the song is about a hero who defends the rights of the poor people supposedly in a Mexican hacienda. So the entire history of this song, El Justiciero, is very sarcastic. It became one of the most popular and favorite songs, at least among Brazilians. Because os Mutantes, they were like really the king and the queen of being sarcastic when they wanted to be. The next song is very nice. Prachuchu is a combination of English and Portuguese. Prachuchu is a Brazilian expression at the time. It's not really used these days. It's a very old expression that could be translated as a lot. Prachuchu means a lot, so it's very nice, a lot. And chuchu, by the way, is like a, it's like a vegetable. It means chayote. itself, the lyrics make a lot of references to old songs from Os Mutantes like Ando Meio Desligado and also Minha Menina. Those two songs were being recorded in English for the album Technicolor, so the band again was being very sarcastic with the entire situation. It's like they are making fun of the record label by making fun of themselves in some sense, but you only know that if you knew the previous songs of the band and those two songs in specific, which were part of the Paris Sessions. And just like for a music standpoint, this song is very, very similar on other music from Mutantes from the previous record. The song Meu Refrigerador Não Funciona, very similar in the structure, very long songs with very intense parts played in the keyboard and especially a very groove drum beats. Oh, 
and just like I said before, Rita Lee and Arnaldo Batista, they were a couple at the time. Like, they were and they weren't. Like, they were really, like, living their lives, having different partners and all, fighting and then getting back together. And around that time, in 1971, the two brothers, Sergio and Arnaldo, plus Rita Lee, they will literally move to a hippie community. They will live in a house together in a more distant neighborhood in Sao Paulo. And Arnaldo and Rita, despite all the fights and all the craziness going on, they got married in 1971, basically to satisfy her mom, who is a super Catholic lady. But in practice, that marriage never happened in reality. There's even a very famous story when the newlyweds took the certificate of their wedding to a television program and they tore it in half in front of the audience. It was like the beginning of the end of their relationship, basically. Eu tentei te amar mas você não sentiu Eu tentei te encontrar Mas você me fugiu E hoje eu vou te mandar Pra Portugal de navio And there's a song, Portugal de Navio, is kind of related to the relationship. The lyrics in Portuguese say, I tried to love you, but you didn't feel it. I tried to meet you, but you ran away. So I'm gonna send you to Portugal on the ship, which is another expression. Portugal de Navio is not really Portugal on the ship. It's like a play of words for cursing again. It's very similar to puta que pariu, really means go to fuck off. So instead I'm gonna send you to Portugal on a ship what he's really saying is I'm gonna send you to fuck off but it was the 70s right the heyday of dictatorship in Brazil so it was just a way to scorn the censors and it did work the censors in Brazil at the time they were also very known to be quite stupid and don't understand at all this kind of analogies and references mas você me fugiu E hoje eu vou te mandar A Portugal de navio Enquanto o tempo está passando Eu vou tentar parar e me acalmar Você ainda não me viu De pijama sorrindo a brincar A side of the record, the songs were still a little recognizable as mutantes, but the B side of the record is where they really went far and beyond. Like Virginia, for instance, is a song that clearly have a lot of influences from the Beatles. It's a song that Arnaldo Batista wrote and dedicated to Rita Lee's sister. Her name was Virginia. This is the original version of the song, but you can also hear this song in English in the compilation album Technicolor is a version technically older since it was recorded in those Paris sessions in 1970 only released in 2000 they literally recorded the song again in Sao Paulo this time in Portuguese to issue as part of the Jardim Eletrico <laughs> Uh-huh. 
is very heavy. It's probably the most rock and roll song of the entire Mutantes discography. It's very similar to a Black Sabbath song. Also a little bit of influence of prog rock, something that Italy really didn't want any part of it. Gigantic guitar solos, drum solos, a lot of flanger effects in that song kind of reminds me a little bit of a song of Emerson Lake and Palmer. big fan of prog rock either, to be quite honest. So all these internal tensions gradually became a thing and it was aggravated by Arnaldo Batista's abuse of drugs and especially LCD. He was clearly the one taking more drugs than the others in the band. And to make things worse, the album Jardim Electrical was less successful than Rita Lee's solo's debut to build up released a year earlier, leaving kind of a bad mood between the members and Rita Lee, the singer. She was more like into traditional rock, funk, Dalek, Tropicalia. She was not really into prog rock, enough or nothing. Rita Lee is up to this day considered like the queen of rock in Brazil. Her solo career is arguably more important and famous, at least among Brazilians, than Mutante's career. As I said before, right, this record, Jardim Electrical, was not really a success. Mutantes was more a band for intellectuals and music critics, way more than a mainstream band. Their songs did not play on the radio, but they were constantly playing a lot of concerts, especially in Sao Paulo, and especially in the countryside, which they would describe as like gigs for drunks, you know, Oktoberfest, community fair events, stuff like that. This song, for instance, Lady Lady, there's a lot of drum solos, again, a lot of flute, 
So it's really a song that resembles a little bit of prog rock that Os Mutantes will kind of navigate towards in the future after Italy left the band. Another song from the Paris sessions was Sarava. They originally recorded the song in English, of course, but then for Jardim Electrical they recorded the song again, this time around in Portuguese. Technically, five songs from Jardim Eletrico you can also hear in Technicolor, three of them with the exact same version, Technicolor, El Justiciero, and the final song, Baby, and two of them with different lyrics, right? This one, Saravá, and Virginia, in Jardim Eletrico you have the Portuguese version of those two songs, and Baby, one of the songs from that original Paris sessions in 1970. It was a song that Caetano Veloso wrote and was in Gal Costa debut record from 68. And Mutantes also had their own version from the 1968 debut record, which was extremely psychedelic, which is this one, in case you don't remember. Você... Precisa saber da piscina, da margarina, da carolina, da gasolina. Você precisa saber de mim. Very, very different from this version in Jardim Electrico, which has like an extremely bossa nova vibe, like they were really trying to sound Brazilian, whatever that meant.
You must take a look at the new land, the swimming pool and the teeth of your friend, the dirt in my hand. You know. You must take a look at me. So the new version, this bossa nova version of Baby, Rita Lee voice, take care of the whole song, right? As opposed to the original, where she doesn't even sing the song. And by the way, her English was pretty much standard. It was quite good for a Brazilian band. It was way better than my accent, for instance. <laughs> Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, Jardim Electrical is not the favorite record in the international audience, but is very popular among Brazilian fans of Os Mutantes. This record was listed by Rolling Stone Brazil as the number 72 on the 100 best Brazilian albums in history. And honestly, to me, Jardim Electrical remain essentially an album with the face of Mutantes. It's probably their last excellent records the band unit began to dissolve completely after Rita Lee left in 1972. Like I said before, due jealousy, acid trips, and other silly stuff. Rita Lee quite never got over the way the band kind of fired her off the band. In her autobiography, she has very nasty things to say about the band. And those Paris sessions that ended up being released, like I said, in 2000 with the name Technicolor, she writes that she felt very ashamed by those songs, by those recordings. But anyway, that was her point of view. Read what I wrote on my shirt Baby it for today folks hopefully you enjoy i'm on instagram as brazuka sounds any feedback is very appreciated send me a message through instagram that's it it was a great pleasure to meet you again see you next time This was Brazuca Sounds with Leandro Vignoli. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Yeah.